0: Hey hey hey. Hello. Party people, it's True Neutral Bad Movies. Bad bad movies.
1: I'm Derek. I'm Keenan. And um uh we, here we watch the bad movies so you don't have to. Uh
0: yeah, uh, we we we're, this is a follow-up episode. It is
1: a follow-up episode. You may have noticed that uh last last time, last week probably from this one i imagine since we I have honestly no i'm gonna idea. i'm gonna break the time flow here we literally w- watched or we recorded an episode about cats the musical like, what was it uh last wednesday so 4 days ago yeah, now yeah um and in that time y- yesterday 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 we re or we watched cats the movie 2019 2019 cats the movie and so we recorded both of these episodes within within 4 days within a week. Yeah. Um so I imagine they will probably come out pretty consecutively and uh
0: man. <laughs> cats. Oh goodness gracious. So um I've taken my Cats movie notes on my same thing as my uh Cats uh Musical notes, so if you want to refer back to anything at any point. I also have my
1: cat's musical notes next to me. I was unable to take notes (laughs) for this movie as (laughs) I literally sat there with my mouth agape and my hand kind of covering it for most of the movie. It
0: was. It was. It was really funny to watch him.
1: My eyes wide staring at... In inexplicable bewilderment and eyes wide horror, shut, you might say, and it really gave an eyes wide shut <laughs> kind of vibe. Sometimes this movie did, which is, woo, <laughs> man, It I, is
0: it is. Uh, I it was is one heck of a thing.
1: This horrified film. and fascinated and dumbfounded and disgusted, and I entranced, yeah, intrigued, like it's it's something you can't look Fascinated. away from, yeah, d- fascinating is a word I keep coming back to when I talk about this
0: movie. This movie is fascinating, yeah, oh, um, it's not good, no, no, uh quickly, I've got a baby on my chest, we didn't say it, he might make noise, yeah, it's possible, yeah, uh <laughs> uh, but yeah, fascinating is is the word I keep coming back to as well, it's just like. This was produced. This this happened. This cost almost a hundred million dollars to make. It lost like eighty million. Uh huh. It's it lost so much money. It's so crazy. Um. So let's 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 just take this note by note, yes. so we can step by step here. Yeah. So we can uh, really break it down and understand. Try to understand what we have seen. Um, we will still score it at the end, as it is a movie. Yes, yes, and that—that
1: that is something I have <laughs> to say. It's definitely a movie. It's shot like a movie. <laughs>
0: it's, it's
1: like the, the yes, yes. It's shot it's in shot the way. Like a, it's it's
0: sh- shot in the way a movie would be filmed, and not a musical. Right, right. <laughs> it, it is a film adaptation of a musical. It's not a. It's not a. But filming it's still very much a musical. Yeah.
1: It's weird because it rent does almost the same thing, but somehow rent works so much. Maybe it's because they're not fucking CGI cats.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's why rent works for me so much better than this does. But maybe if they were CGI cats that somehow looked like cats,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they look like werecats. It's I mean, horrifying. Yeah,
0: they look like they look like something out of like poorly drawn fan fiction about cats yeah yeah (laughs) so uh yeah my first note is so much cg i found out there's one real set on this entire film there's a Mm -hmm. singular one set on this entire film and there are lots of different like there's lots of different scenery in Mm -hmm. this movie yeah everything is cg all of it all of it is all cg so um my first instinct was so much CG. It's the first note I have because it. As soon as you like pan down on the London city streets, mm-hmm. it's just like none of that's real. Yeah, very what, clearly. None what of am it's I real. looking at? <laughs> it's, it's all very clearly not real. I have defying physics, which is a note I have because uh, there was a cat uh, while well, they're like w- hearing all the the engine roaring, and they're all you seeing all the cats yeah. like freaking out at the beginning. There's one cat that literally just runs down a wall. Yeah. <laughs> like not not like like falls and uses the wall as traction on the way down or anything. like runs down, like clearly has grip on the wall as he goes down. <laughs> and I was really confused by that right off the bat. Is that have monk strap coming down? I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. It was a, there was a yeeted kitty. Yeah. So Victoria.
1: This car the, the movie starts with a car pulling up and stopping in an an alleyway. And I had heard this scene talked about, where it's like, uh, you know, they say a cat gets, you know, dumped in an alleyway at the start of this movie. That is a very light way of describing what (laughs) happens, because there is a human that gets out of this car. You don't actually see anything of the human except their hand holding a bag, a a squirming bag that clearly has a cat
0: in it, and then their feet walking. But it is a full-size human compared to a regular-sized cat in a bag.
1: Yeah. And they walk, like, ten feet or so into this alleyway and see, like, a dumpster in a pile of trash, and they just huck yes. this fucking bag uh, at the trash. Like, hard as shit. Yeah. Well
0: <laughs> I said yeeted for a reason. They really fucking huck that thing, and they threw it, like, they, they weren't aiming for a trash can or anything. They seemed to be broadly aiming for the alleyway in general. It's
1: one of the few scenes that my son was in the room for, actually, and I remember he looked at us and he said, I thought cats landed on their feet.
0: (laughs) I remember that, yeah. Like, Not not when they're in a sack there, kid. (laughs) Um, Next note is, are they actually touching anything? Because it doesn't look like anybody's touching anything this whole time. What do you mean? I mean, it doesn't look like they're on the ground. It doesn't look like they're leaning against walls. It doesn't look like they're touching anything. Yeah, well, that's because everything's CG. <laughs> I know, but it's not good, is my point. Yeah. Like, it really doesn't look like they're on the ground at well, any point it, in time. this movie was so rushed out, like, they they did the what they
1: could. I'm sure the CGI people did everything they could. I'm not taking anything away from them, because... In my opinion, them getting as much to work as they did with the amount of time
0: they had to work on it is beyond a miracle. Oh, yeah. It should, <laughs> there should not have been so much CG in the film in the first place. That's, mm-hmm. That was the number one mistake. Uh, no, no, the number one mistake was making the cats look less like cats. I don't know how they did that. Like, just in the it's face. Just, they just implanted faces onto cat bodies, it seems. Yeah, it, it feels wrong and looks wrong and makes me, um, I'm getting sick from CGI. They have human hands, though. Yeah, why do they have full-on human hands? They have human hands and they have human
1: feet. There's some scenes where they're wearing sneakers. Taylor Swift is wearing fucking stilettos
0: <sighs> in her bit. Yeah. Like... Yeah, so I... <laughs> I'm getting sick from CGI. Yeah, uh, McCavity shows up early, creeper vibes. So they changed the whole McCavity plot line for the yeah. movie. There's a lot more plot in this movie, right? So McCavity in the first one doesn't say like in the original uh, Broadway production doesn't say a fucking word. McCavity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. But he doesn't say a damn word in the original. He gets sung about. He does like some crazy shit and then I think he kills deuteronomy uh, cuz that's yeah. why uh yeah uh, Mistopheles has to bring him back later. Mm-hmm. Um and I got shit to say about Mistopheles' song, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, the, his whole thing in this one is he's actually taking the contestants
1: away. Quote,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. After after everybody after, anytime anybody performs, he comes in just like Macavity and dusts him away. <laughs> and dusts him
1: away. Why does he say his own name? <laughs> I don't know. Macavity!
0: It's, it's really funny. And it's Idris Elba. Yeah. So Idris Elba is in this film. Yeah. Which is it, I mean, should we go through
1: the list because Dame I, Judy Dench, yeah. Sir Ian McKellen, Yeah. Jennifer Hudson, oh. alongside Rebel Wilson and James Corden. <laughs> like, I like Rebel Wilson a lot. I do not like James Corden very much. <laughs> Okay.
0: Like, oh. Um, hissing at Mistopheles. Because Mistopheles comes in and tries to help Victoria out there. Yeah, they, they, and they, yeah. I, I, I remember we both fucking just busted out because the way he just, like, backs up after they hiss at yeah, him. Yeah,
1: those two bitch cats. They just, like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm sorry. Fuck? Uh, he's
0: so timid in this movie. Yeah, he's ridiculously timid. Um, So they look a lot less cat like than the the musical versions. Which we kind of went over. Yeah. Uh, um, Their tails freak me out a lot. Yeah. Jenny Anydots is terrible
1: to witness. Oh, the whole thing. From the moment Rebel Wilson came on screen,
0: I was like, oh, I don't like this. (laughs) No. uh, Not at all. Mice too small, cockroach too big. Yeah. (laughs) So the mice are like, my size for like, compared to a human but like for a cat but for 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 the size that the cats are which makes these mice
1: like, like ants ants maybe maybe great no I guess the guys the
0: cockroaches would be like grape sized yeah i don't because the, cockroaches, no, the cockroaches, are, cockroaches are like as big as mice almost the cockroaches i think were bigger than the mice yeah like it was Weird. Why is she eating them? Yeah, she keeps eating them. Why? I
1: did not like when she unzipped her fur. fur off. I. Oh my god. I. I literally thought I was gonna like throw up first. I was. That was
0: so unpleasant. So logistically, she has a a corset underneath that and yeah. bedazzled fur. Her shoulders and arms
1: are bedazzled. I was wondering if that was supposed to be like that kind of see-through meshy cloth that just had those
0: jewels on it. I don't think so. I, I took an extra I, I want to rewatch look. it. Yeah, I, I do too. I can't I, believe I'm saying that about this movie. But... I almost did. I almost did last night. <laughs> so, um, why is she eating them yeah. is another note because she keeps eating the cockroaches. Uh, Rum Tum Tugger is uh, somehow way more horny in this. Yeah, yeah. And he was already the horniest cat in Cats. Mm -hmm. Did you know that um, he was actually upset? He actually
1: complained at one point that... Oh, yeah, no, I heard about this. His uh, junk is bigger than it looks like in this movie. Which is
0: hilarious. That's so funny. That is hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Um, full disclosure: we had a quick cut. Uh, there is water running in the background now, so sorry about that noise. Anyway, yeah, Rum Tum Tugger, super horny Jason Derulo, complained about his dick. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> which, which, is out of funny. context,
0: is really funny, but in context, is even funnier.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was mad that uh, the size of his junk got smoothed out and taken away. In this movie, that's
0: rated PG. Yeah, and which movie shouldn't should be. It shouldn't be PG. This it, movie should not be rated PG.
1: This movie is so overtly sexual. Yeah, because the milk ridiculous.
0: bar is wretched. Oh God! <laughs> so the whole milk bar scene is. It feels like it feels the entire time like they're talking about eating cum.
1: Yeah, there's that bit where like they they turn on the faucet and the cat's underneath it and it's just like pouring over his face.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's James Corden getting just absolutely facialed oh. by cream. And
1: then there's like three, two or three cats all like around like a little milk dish, and they're all like on their hands and knees, like lapping milk out of making the bowl eye together. contact with each other. Like, like oh like, man,
0: yeah. it's really, really weird, and it all feels overtly sexual in a way you cannot place. It's so uncomfortable, like truly so uncomfortable. Oh gosh. Okay, so um What a Voice on Grizabella is my next note. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson. Wow, her performance throughout this movie blew me the fuck away. It's I've got a I've got a later note about her from when she does her reprise. Yeah. But yeah. Um is hated for being with McCavity, apparently. I wrote that down Ooh Jesus. I wrote that down because uh in the first one I Okay, so uh, something we didn't bring up in the last Cats-based episode Mm -hmm. was that uh, there were no subtitles on the YouTube one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, So the YouTube version of that we watched for Cats the Broadway musical is there's just no subtitles at all, not on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way we could find to watch it in... Yeah. So uh, watching this that had subtitles, I was able to pick up a lot more... um, Story From the the lyrics of the actual songs Yeah Not to mention they add a weird amount of context That some feels unnecessary Yeah, it's weird that, like, they added story to it And
1: that is somehow a deterrent Like, it brings the movie down in some weird way (laughs) Yeah,
0: I kind of wanted to just see Cats Yeah, like Uh, But, you know, really nicely done But this is Not that Oh, man this is not it made that. me nauseous multiple times. Um, Buster Jones seems
1: insufferable. Ah, uh, yeah, I could not stand the Buster Jones sequence, and they're like eating trash, like literally just pulling entire shrimp out the garbage and eating
0: them. Yeah, and, like, oh yeah, yeah, he ate a whole shrimp, not not like, taked off its tail or like cooked it or peeled it. It was just shelling all a shrimp.
1: Yeah. mm Hmm. Well, the, the And that's something we haven't really talked about yet, and I think we're going to talk about a lot more when we get to the Skimble Shanks number. But yes, yes, the, I have a
0: few notes about this, and trust me, we will go on about scale for a minute. The size and scale of everything is so f- flexible for this whole thing. McCavity um, Dusted, Jenny, Any Dots, and I don't know what life is. Yeah... <laughs>
1: I was kind of glad though because her character was a bit un insufferable. Day, she kept making really bad cat puns. Yeah. And, like
0: um yeah, there's there's more she's she's got a bit more to do later so I will I have more notes about that too. Yeah. Um but uh so uh Buster Jones at one point stops and has a like an underling guy talk to him. Mhm. And uh he he gets really enraged about this guy agreeing with him that he's fat. And he says the line that he's sensitive about his size. He's been bragging about his fat for the whole song.
1: Yeah. So what the fuck is literally this? the whole song he's talking about how he's super fat and he's proud of it. Yeah,
0: I, I have no problem with size. Like I'm not gonna be like like I I don't care if you're fat, I don't care if you're skinny, like if you have an eating disorder, that's an issue and you should get it taken care of but beyond that like live your life yeah Uh, but like if you're gonna brag about being fat for like two minutes straight in song then when somebody calls you fat in like not not like an even in a mean way just in like a oh yeah hey fat cat like yeah it's it's not it's not something to get mad about
1: yeah or (laughs) upset about in any way which he immediately
0: did yeah if if somebody is jovially like okay yeah you're you're cool with your weight we're all gonna be cool with your like you know mm-hmm. it, th- that should be just a good thing like we're Fat all... Albert yeah. Fat Albert never got mad at anyone calling him Fat Albert he called himself
1: Fat Albert yeah
0: that's, that's and he the... would
1: just like they'd be like Fat Albert he'd be like hey 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 <laughs> you know like this. <laughs> that's
0: who you are talking to look how big I am
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's great. His it's other great. friend was called Mushmouth. Like, come on. Yeah, you know why he was called Mushmouth? Because you couldn't understand damn what he said. Also, he had his beanie pulled down, so he looked like a mushroom all the time. Yeah, something. yeah. It was a double entendre name. Yeah. I love Fat Albert. Yeah. It was a good show.
0: It's great. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, so the, there's a nutshot followed by a James Corden facial. Yeah. Which is, he, he literally falls on the side of, a, like, a cup. Mm-hmm. And, and nuts himself. Yeah, like Paul,
1: yeah, yeah, Like
0: like, like that is a joke for children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shouldn't be because right after that he falls and gets that facial we were talking about. Yeah, where he's just like laying back and getting it dumped all over his face. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Um, trash scouring, which we we did discuss. Uh, it's awful.
1: It's and the, bear in mind all of this is CG, and it's all happening,
0: it's like... Just breakneck face. Uh,
1: yeah, it's all just kind of going through, and you're unsure of how they're getting from place to place. Like They're
0: not. They're just appearing there.
1: Well, that's what happens, once again, in the Skimbleshanks thing, definitely. This one, at least, they, they walk through the gate into the milk bar, and then they leave the milk bar through the same gate, which, yeah. um, we asked, I remember you asking me, because Keenan and I watched this together uh, for the first time. Yeah. And, um... I remember you kind of looked over at me at that part, and you're like, "How did they get in there?" But when they left, I realized that it's open. There wasn't a door on it. It's like an open outside bar that just had a gate surrounding it to lock it off at nighttime. Okay. And so they were able to just walk through and get into the bar. There wasn't actually a door or anything on it. So All that right. part did make a little bit more sense.
0: That still doesn't, it doesn't make any sense for a London milk bar to not have a door.
1: No, it really doesn't. I. I, man, I, I truly, I couldn't tell you, but that's, that's what I got out of it. That's,
0: that's fair. It's, <laughs> it's, it's unexplanation. Even if it's bad, it's unexplanation. Yeah. Um, so, McCavity steals Buster Jones, and he's a much bigger, more existential, and more immediate threat in this. Yeah. Because McCavity was, once again, just brought up, like, three-fourths of the way through, like, he was mentioned a couple times, but he was really brought up and had his song, like, three-fourths of the way through the, the Broadway one. Yeah, yeah, almost to the end. Yeah, and, uh. He, once again, didn't say a fucking word, and then, I think, suicided? Maybe. I think it was like a... Yeah, maybe. And he <laughs> he put some electricals together, made a loud noise, and then it wasn't around anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was after he had killed old Deuteronomy. And it was well, seemed explicit that in, he had at least taken Deuteronomy away. But th- in th- this one, he doesn't touch Deuteronomy until way later. In this... W-
1: one, because in the, in the musical, McCavity is described as McCavity the mystery cat yeah. that no one really knows anything about. Yeah. In this one, he's like a magic mystery cat. Yeah. He's like the the evil side of the Mr. Mistopheles character. Right. Because he clearly is dusting people away and he does magic and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, and this is fucking Idris Elba. I know and we've said Idris that. And it's Idris Elba. <laughs> what the hell?
1: And so, I think that maybe... Maybe that's... I don't know if the him being magic is something they just did for the movie, or if that was supposed to be his thing in the musical, maybe. and I just didn't cotton on to it. Yeah. So maybe the that was just... In the musical, that was his way of disappearing, was the electric thing. It was just like his poof, dust, I'm out of here kind of th- trick. His right. Mag- it's like a, a fake death thing. Like, oh, they think I killed myself but i'm just hiding but he doesn't come back but i mean but he doesn't need to for that musical like uh, if they I had to su-
0: you know what i mean cats 2 let's see it <laughs> the return of the cavity <laughs> um scale is nothing in this world
1: yeah um it literally means nothing sometimes they're absolute nonsense sometimes they're three feet tall and stand with their heads up by the
0: doorknobs
1: other times they're like six to eight inches tall and tap dancing on a on a rail.
0: Yeah. Um. So <laughs> scale means literally nothing here. Uh, they did not care about the next scale, thing you know. And that's very clear.
1: Mistopheles whips his hat off and there's three little mice dancing on uh, his head. <laughs> I <Like>, uh, <laughs> <like I'm> just <laughs> I couldn't fucking tell you what's happening.
0: Speaking of Mistopheles, Mistopheles is Mustophiles for Victoria. Oh god, yeah. He's, yeah. he's super horny for Victoria. He's so hard for Victoria. It's like and
1: has has she sang the the Taylor Swift song yet by this point in the movie? No. No, no. Yeah. He's
0: he's hard for right off the get-go. He's like, "Oh, innocent new cat and knows nothing. I'm hard for that. I want that." It's really funny that he's like super
1: into her and then right at the beginning when she does her ballet dance, um, Monkstrap cucks him out of dancing with her by like Monkstrap's like, No, nah, I'm gonna do the ballet with Victoria. Fuck you, Mistopheles. Well right and Rum Tom
0: Tugger's <laughs> all over her for his number. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All throughout the milk bar, he's teasing her the whole time, but he's like, Ah, I get what I want Even because when Buster Jones I choose. shows up,
1: she all like smiles and links arm with Buzzford Jones yeah. and she's just mobbing along with him like yeah. I think Victoria's just swept up in the grandeur of meeting yeah, all these cats. She's She's just having fun. She's clearly like a prim and proper indoor cat that's been like abandoned, thro- abandoned in the harshest way, possible. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs>
0: I don't want this cat. Yeet!
1: <laughs>
0: oh man. So uh Yeah. Why is McCavity subplot? What the boat? What the boat? What the, why the boat? Why and, are why is the, the boat? And the new happened? character?
1: Uh the Growl Tiger character? Yeah Yeah. What is that about? And he he doesn't sing a number. I thought he was going to sing a number, but he he just sings the one line, and then James Corden cuts him off by saying that it doesn't rhyme, and he just gives up on his song. I was like, you know what? Fuck you, James (laughs) Corden.
0: (laughs) I wanted to hear Growl Tiger's weird, accented thing.
1: Yeah, he was talking about how he's a grizzled, old, tough pirate cat. (laughs) I was like, this is going to be an actually interesting new song, and then we don't even get it. No, no.
0: Um... Dame Judy Dench, what are you doing here? <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen, what are you doing here?
1: Yeah, they, they show up in the same scene. And Why do you have an apparent thing together? Oh, that, that well, see, the thing here is, at is I first I was like, oh, clearly Old Deuteronomy and Gus the Theater Cat were, like, a thing at one point. Right. Maybe because they are clearly the two oldest of the cats, they are the ones that birthed the rest of the Jellicle cats, or something like that. You know.
0: Right. Well, she—it's clearly Old Deuteronomy's progeny is all of these cats.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying maybe also Gus the theater cat's progeny is all of these cats. I'm
0: saying that the, he definitely had a part in some of them. Um, and the they share a look as soon as
1: yeah, as soon as Judy Dent shows up, that is. Woo! It's a steamy one. It is spicy. Um, but then she proceeds to make fuck eyes at literally everyone, everybody in everybody. this fucking movie,
0: especially um, what's the 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 narrator cat? Oh, Monkstrap. Yeah, Monkstrap gets those fuck eyes every time.
1: I was thinking the same thing. Like when um Rumtum shows up and is like bowing and presenting himself before her and she's just like got this huge oh, grin yeah. on her face and she's oh, yeah. so she's, into it. She's all about rum tum
0: tugger. <laughs> like... Aren't we all though? Aren't we all about rum? No, uh, I not I, not oh, Jason derulio's rum tum. N- no, no I, honestly, this rum tum tugger is way less sexy. Way less like he's hornier? Yes. Oh, way hornier. But like in a way that like the Rum Tum Tugger on the musical... I'm really glad we watched the musical first, by the way. <laughs> but the Rum Tum Tugger on the musical is, like... He's horny, but and he's also really sexy in a way that feels, like, alluring. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm never gonna have that, but I could, maybe. Yeah, he's
1: got, like, that... Like, I think I said it even in that episode. He's got a very, like, Prince vibe going on.
0: Yeah, no, I, so I was, I was watching some performance, again, from that. And, um... <laughs> I, so the vibes I'm getting are uh, Prince, Jagger, Bowie, and they are three of the sexiest people to ever walk on a stage. Yeah, and that's a very fair assessment of that of the musical's version of
1: Rum Tum Tugger. This Jason Derulo's Rum Tum Tugger is overtly sexual. I think it's once again though maybe if the CGI like like maybe if you looked more like the cat he's supposed to look like. It would have came off
0: better. Maybe. Maybe so. But the it just, none of them really look like cats at any point in time. No, no. Uh, it's, it, the whole thing's very off-putting. I think, yeah, man. Sir Ian does a hiss thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> his monologue,
0: Sir Ian McKellen, he really
1: gives oh, it Oh, he all. fucking
0: puts it all in. When, when, when he has his solos bit, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You are performing, and I'm the I'm fiend into
1: it. Of the fell.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's fucking into it, and his performance is really, really good. It's just weird that he's in this particular movie. He, honestly, he looked one of the more cat-like, but he also looked like a home bum. So yeah,
1: well, I think honestly, at least for his monologue where he's talking about how theater has changed and how everything is just different than what it used to be, and no one's trained the right way anymore, and this and that. I really feel like that's just how he feels. Yeah. And so he was really just able to embody that character so, so well, that there's almost no one else you could have cast as Gus the Theater Cat, because he is real-life Gus the Theater Cat. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. the famous story about him doing the green screen work in, like, I don't remember if it was The Hobbit or if it was in Lord of the Rings when he's supposed to be in the house with all the... I think it must be in The Hobbit when he's supposed to be in Bilbo's house with all the dwarves and everything. Okay. But it's all CG and he was the only actor on set that day. And so he's sitting at a table alone in in front of a green screen giving his monologue... (laughs) and in between takes i guess he just kind of broke down in tears and started crying about like this is not why i got into acting oh. and like like nothing's the same nothing like there's no other actors with me oh. there's no set like what even is this and sir
0: e and i will hold your hand
1: And so, like, when I see him as Gus the theater cat and he's lamenting about how everything's changed and theater isn't what it used to be and I miss the old days and all this, I feel like he, that's just him. That's just how he feels (laughs) about it.
0: (laughs) That's great. I didn't know that story. That makes this performance a little better, actually. (laughs) Um, Synchronized tales are bad.
1: Oh yeah, the when they have the Jellicle ball and all their tails are doing the
0: yeah. yeah. Oh
1: yeah, I didn't like that. It felt very once again it came back to that that posturing, that very sexual like the cats trying to find a mate kind of yeah. vibe, you know.
0: It was real it was spraying real gross. pheromones
1: around and like oh man. And then by the end of it, they're all laying on the floor like mewling and rolling around on their backs and oh god. And everyone rubs faces too much for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He hates that. He he told them to stop every time. Well,
1: by the end of the movie, I was literally yelling at the screen. Just like, stop fucking doing that. Like
0: Stop rubbing
1: your faces together. You don't like that? No, I really didn't. Especially because you could tell they were like... A few inches apart so the CG fur could rub against each other and not their actual cheeks, which just for whatever reason made it even weirder that they didn't commit to like rubbing each other.
0: I'm just gonna pay one night everybody at the bar, and I know you're going out, I'm just gonna be like, hey, greet Derek with like a cheek rub. <laughs> Well, now
1: I know you, it was your idea that you did that. So. Yeah, I know it, who to blame for this <laughs> night, at least.
0: If you can purr, please do that.
1: Oh God!
0: <laughs> it was just so it uncomfortable. Was, it was a lot. It was just like that's kind of what I expected them to do for a greeting. And they're like, not going to like when make they're out. doing their
1: dances and they're all like sensually just like running their hands over themselves and each other. Yeah, like
0: why? Because like, Cats is horny. It's always been horny. It's, yeah, these cats all want to fuck each other real bad. Yeah, and they probably do. Um, so my next two notes are suspenders and shoes. Suspenders and shoes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're like, why is that one wearing suspenders? I'm like, well, clearly that's Skimbleshanks. He's a railway cat. <laughs> like, that's an explanation, uh, yeah. but it's the best explanation you get. <laughs> and then I'm like, there's a couple of breakdancing cats, and I'm like, those two cats are wearing sneakers. Yeah. What the
0: fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Look, straight up, like... human sneakers. <laughs> uh, So dance numbers alone make little sense to me it's just not gonna happen my dog is chasing a fly (laughs) he's stuck in the room for whatever reason right now so he's trying to get this fly really really bad he just is not fast enough but uh dance numbers alone still make little sense to me that's just a that's just a note for me personally um jennifer hudson made me entirely forget what a shit show i was watching what a glorious voice
1: yeah, I mean that first time she sings Memory when it's just her and Victoria out yeah. in the yeah. thing. That was it was quite something. Because it like it really foreshadowed what she was gonna do with the reprise at the end. Yeah. And it was very good. It like, was an amazing Jennifer...
0: performance from Jennifer Odds. Yeah.
1: And then and then immediately following that, as she's wandering away, Victoria sings the,
0: the the new song they added. Right, right, uh Beautiful Ghosts by Taylor Swift and Andrew the Le- and Android Leber. <laughs> Android Leber. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber. No, his name's Android Leber now. <laughs> I've been having a really hard time with his name. Alright. Android so funny. lever. It's it's, so that's a lot easier for me to say.
1: Android lever. Um, yeah, Android lever and Taylor Swift <laughs> made a, a new song for this movie to give Victoria a bit more of a voice as like the audience surrogate. We, you know, you needed something there, and it, it was a nice touch that she's not just like a silent protagonist of the film. You know. Um, was the song entirely necessary? I
0: don't think so. No, but it was also but, it, it was when at first sight, like at first glance with that song, it's like, Wow, that's nice. Like it's reminding her that like her memories are beautiful. Like, that's great. But then if you take like just a second closer look at that song, it's like, Hey, Be thankful for the memories you have, because I have yet to make any.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly what I got off of it the first time. I'm like, why is Victoria being so condescending (laughs) to Isabella? Like, she's like, hey, at least you have all these awesome memories. I just had a family for a while and was pampered and then got thrown in an alleyway. So what do you, what you all fancy you? And I'm like, like, it's supposed to be this, yeah, beautiful, uplifting song. And I'm like, this is, you're just... It's going spiteful. along with the bullying that everyone
0: else is doing to Grizabella. You're just doing it in a nice way. It, which makes
1: Grizabella stop for a second and be like, oh, someone's showing me even a moat of kindness? Yeah. Uh,
0: I remember there was, uh, there was one line along the lines of, uh you have memories of places that I'll never get in. Yeah, And it's just like, yeah, okay, so yeah, I have those memories, but my life is fucking shit now, so... Well it is like it does it just feels condescending mm-hmm. in a weird way it's yeah. just like I I I am grateful for those times that I have it got me a lot of good memories that's the, what the song memory is but yeah. like uh my point is uh I I would like to not die in misery and rags <laughs> I guess is is a, it's all I'm really looking for here
1: Yeah yeah no legit um, I, 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 caught that the, f- the very first time there and I was just like, I just, I don't know how I feel about this song. I don't know. I don't think it was necessary to put in the movie. I think you could have done what you were trying to do, moved the plot forward the way you were trying to without having Victoria sing that song. Yeah. It weirded me out that Victoria listened to like two bars of every song and then suddenly knew every word, even though this was the first time meeting <laughs> these cats. Yeah. She was able to just sing along to everything.
0: Real, uh, real Mary Sue of a fucking cat right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we got, uh, Dame Dench. What? And, uh... uh the, and the, the cat, the leg thing. Yeah, you knew what that note was. Oh, the leg. She, like,
1: splays her leg, like, all the way up. Straight like,
0: perpendicular with her body. 90 degree
1: angle. And it's... Oh, and these... She has these weird, big... Cat thighs? Yeah, they are like,
0: like, almost stylized cat like, thighs. Like,
1: they felt like... Because it, along with the way she's just giving everyone fuck eyes, it's, like, it's all very sexual. Yeah. It's all
0: real... It's... Ugh. Oh. It's real bad.
1: Oh, God.
0: So, uh, we get, uh... Oh, the... McCavity. Well, and that's... Into the sand.
1: That's the whole thing with this movie, is you get this really poignant, like... You get this crazy thing where Jennifer Hudson comes on and she has this beautiful voice and she's she sucks you into this movie. And Jennifer, she's
0: like literally she's, crying as she's performing she's, and it's so beautiful. You can hear the tears in her voice and it still sounds so wonderful.
1: She's putting everything you have into it. And then you cut back to a different scene and Dame Judi Dench is splaying her cat legs for Rumtum Tugger like she wants to fuck him so bad. And I'm just like... What is happening here? like I'm having emotional whiplash from the things this
0: movie is doing to me. It's absolutely insane. Side note, the dog got the fly <laughs> good boy, damn it, um <laughs> so yeah, uh cat stash, yeah, oh yeah, skip little Skimble a cat stash a badass big old twirly mustache, <laughs> um and then uh. Scale means nothing. What's what size is anything? Who cares? That's a note in all. They caps. were
1: the size of half a door, and then they walk down a hallway, and then this hallway turns into a rail, like on a like a train rail. Yeah, and suddenly they're make six or eight inches tall, doing a tap dance number along this rail train rail on top of the rail like that almost
0: the size of them at this point
1: yeah like some of them jump down off the rail and onto the side and the rail goes like up to their knees at least and so they are like quite small
0: yeah (laughs) and then they're suddenly in a train oh um i actually have a note about that uh skimbleshanks just walks them along the tracks no uh now they're in a train i guess
1: yeah they because they were just
0: walking along the tracks it seemed to their destination yeah when they suddenly appeared in a train where they are once again two or three feet high
1: yeah they're back to being about two or three feet high and now they're in the train car continuing their tap dance number the skimbleshanks um bit i think was probably my favorite choreographed dance bit yeah. I have to say the tap dance number yeah, for himself a section, couple of
0: times the, around the around the viewing.
1: Yeah, it's it was very well performed and I think it was one of the numbers that was filmed better. A lot of the other dance bits in the choreography like it cut around because like I said this is filmed like a movie and not right. like a musical. And so the way it was flashing and cutting around, you didn't see as much of the dance number as you did with the Skimbleshanks number, right? Um, which you got to see most of, and they're focusing a lot on like the feet and everything because it was a tap bit. And, yeah, um, I just think it was very well, very well done. And I'm a bit of a fan of tap dance, anyways. I think it's really difficult to do, and uh, the amount of shit you're able to do with it is really impressive. Like when he was doing the number and then the drums kicked in behind yeah. him along to the same beat and that things sounded like, really good uh it was very very good
0: very yeah. well done on that so uh I will say that the uh overall like oh fuck I forgot what I was gonna say I had something built up and you distracted me with that uh the drums that was <laughs> it was a really good musical moment uh, fuck <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. It um, might come, come back. back to you. <laughs> um, uh, he he spins to dust.
1: Yeah, he like, does a pirouette at the end of his bit, and I guess McCavity just like m- magically levitates him up, and everyone's like, "What's happening to Skimble Shanks?" And then he dusts off, and you hear just McCavity in the background <laughs> again. You're like, "What?" <laughs>
0: Um, then we got Taylor Swift's stilettos. She's actually wearing full-on high-heeled stilettos. Yeah, and drugging everyone at the party. With catnip. And, and they're all, like, along going under.
1: Mungo Jerry and Teaser, who I guess we skipped over the Mungo Jerry Teaser bit. Oh, yeah, I notes. didn't... I guess
0: I didn't have any notes about that, but, yeah, they, they went into the house and stole pearls and stuff, and, uh, 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 Victoria's paw fits in a ring just perfect.
1: Yeah, and then she, uh... They break a vase, and a dog tries to get in at that. Pattern, oh, right. But we never actually see the dog. It's just on the other side of the door, and um, yeah, Mistopheles shows up just in time to what help. What do you her think the, the dog look like? I don't know, man. I mean, we didn't see the the face of the people, but it just looked like a people. Then again, the mice had children's faces, and the cockroaches had the faces yeah, of...
0: Yeah, cockroaches t- didn't have any sleeve. face makeup or anything. They, they were, were just, just people in suits.
1: Yeah, they were literally just people in suits. And really the mice weird. had CG... They were CGI mice with with children's faces put on them, much like the cats are cats with people faces put on them. <laughs> uh, the dog... It's either a normal dog or it's something so horrific that my brain just can't even <laughs> wrap its head around
0: what it actually is. Those are the two options. Fair enough. Um, I want to bring up this next point is um, the most horrified I was this whole movie. Now, I am a pansexual person. I like people of all genders. So when I see an Idris Elba, I'm like, damn, I'm... that's a hot guy. <laughs> he is. He's a gorgeous man. And in most any circumstance seeing him take his clothes off would probably be pretty cool yeah uh seeing McCavity Idris Elba take off his duster was the worst, most body horror fucking thing I've ever seen.
1: He's he's so smooth. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so so smooth. disturbing. I don't know but what's still, wrong with his body. I think it's because of the way they did it. You can still see, like, his ab muscles, and, like, you can still see his muscles moving around the way they would, but it's all got this, he's kind all smooth, and his fur, as McCavity is so short and just, like, sleek, that it also looks very smooth, so it looks almost more like Idris Elba's just a Ken doll dancing around on stage with a tail. Yeah.
0: Like, that's... It's it's really, really weird looking, and it's... It's definitely... It pulled me out of anything I might have been invested in, because I was, you know, he had a duster on and a hat on the whole movie, and then suddenly... He's he is just, the most naked thing, and you're suddenly aware that all of these cats are naked, and it makes it make it just unlocks a certain le- level of like, oh, ew. And, but somehow he's the most naked. Yeah, like he's he is absolutely the most naked, and it's unbelievably disturbing. <laughs> it's by far the most
1: disturbing thing in this movie. And Jenny Dot's taking off her fur made me want to
0: throw up. Yes, and <laughs> somehow it, yourself, it scarred me more. Um, McCavity's plan makes no sense. And I want to talk about that for a second. So, his plan is to not kill, but kidnap the other contestants going up to be the chosen Jellicle cat to go to the heavyside lair. Now, when he gets to that end point where he is the last cat, and apparently all the cats we see, which is like four or five maybe six cats yeah um those are all the cats trying to go to the jelly uh, to the jelly side to the heavy side layer i think in this version at least
1: in the movie i think it is much more of a almost like a talent show right and so it's it is really the ones that choose to get up and perform and show why they deserve to that get to be part of that choice right right so I don't think in this version, all 30 of whatever cats that were there were up to be the jellical choice. Right. But it's just the ones that choose to perform.
0: Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So he, anyway, he eliminates the competition in, you know, effectively, and he goes up to Dame Judy Dench's Deuteronomy. Wow. That's a fun sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Old Dute. Old dude. <laughs> I didn't know they'd take Old Dute. <laughs> shut up, Mongo Jerry. Just shut up. Uh, uh, no, so she's the only one, apparently, that can make this choice under any capacity. Yeah. She, she can... No one else can make the choice about this. There's no backup. There's no anything but Old dude. So... <laughs> Uh, He he gets to that point Where he's the only contestant And he's like Threatening her Like I'm the only one left And now you have to choose me Yeah And he's just like You've got no soul Oh I've got
1: soul <laughs> Yeah t- Taylor Swift is like He's got soul And then uh, he's and Fucking Idris Elba goes I've got So much soul no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's, it's like, so silly Are you
1: toddlers <laughs>
0: I was watching Rugrats earlier, and they seem a little more grown up than you.
1: It was really funny that Taylor Swift's in this movie for all of like three minutes, and she is so on Idris Elba's I mean, side. Yeah. You have no soul. Oh, he's got soul.
0: Uh, well, he was there to, to drug the uh, cats for McCavity, or she was there yeah. to drug the cats for McCavity. Like
1: that—that's her only part in this movie is to sing a, a little tiny number. She sings the McCavity song, yeah. and drugs everyone. That's—that's yeah. that's the only reason she's
0: there. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so she, no one else could make that choice, and so his plan is to walk her off the plank if she doesn't pick him.
1: Yep. Which means no one gets to be a Jellicle cat, Right. Or the Jellicle choice, that is. Yeah,
0: so what, why? Would that make him the next old dude? I don't think so. There's, yeah. There's no implication of lineage. There's no. no implication of, like, taking up the mantle. Uh, for anybody.
1: Yeah, it's kind of very heavily implied that Old Deuteronomy is, like, a messiah of the cats.
0: Well, yeah, or at least the the mother of all in this yeah. one, whereas he was definitely the father of all in the first one. Yeah,
1: but it, it's very, like, messiah-esque of, like, I get to make this choice, and I get to, you know, send you on to live another life or whatever, and, like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> this is a sacrifice cult.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um But, yes, no, uh, Dame Judy Dent says, Nah, fuck that. <laughs> you will
0: never be the Jellicle d- choice. And so she just gets dusted away with everybody else. Off to the barge. Yeah. And for the record, uh, you pointed this out while we were watching it. Nobody's really cared that all the other cats got abducted.
1: Yeah, no, they they watched both Bustafer Jones and Skimbleshanks just get taken away. Yeah, dusted um, into
0: nothing, and they're like, "Oh, that's a Jenny weird and thing Dots that happened."
1: And, uh, Gus the theater cat got taken away away from prying eyes, they, right. he was able to sneakily get those two.
0: Right, but the other two were taken in front of people, and they are in front of cats, and we're straight up yeah. like, "Oh, that was weird."
1: Yeah, huh. And, but as soon as Old Deuteronomy gets taken, everyone's like, we have to get her back!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've got, a. Uh, Alright, so here's, here's where I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant rant. Um, I've got two notes about this, so I'm just gonna read those out real quick. Cat-sized cards, but not dice? Yeah. So they got cards that were, like, the right size for cats, but then the dice are, like, clearly, like, small human-sized dice? Yeah, yeah. Um... And then this whole Mistopheles bit in the film is helping Mr. Mistopheles get it up. Yeah. It, the whole thing is like trying to get him confidence so he can bring all Deuteronomy back. Mm-hmm. And I have issues with this. This is probably my favorite song in this musical. Both times we watched it, it gets stuck in my head. I, I downloaded it. <laughs> I like the song. It's a good song. <laughs> okay so in in the musical production yeah uh well again mr Mistopheles is a he's a shy cat and he's a little timid but you can hear his purr like from the top floor like that's Mm -hmm. that's his thing like he's yeah, he's, he's shy and timid, but he'll show you stuff. He'll yeah. do he'll do he's the thing. He's very
1: confident in his abilities as a magician.
0: Yeah, he's he's a show not tell. Yes, and in, in that vein, um, all right. So uh, no, but Rum Tum Tugger sings Mister Mustapha's song. Yeah, in the original Broadway, and it's kind of like a yeah. Look how good he is at magic. Like yeah, look at him go. He is shy and timid, so I'm telling you how cool he is. Mm-hmm. But like. He is, he's fucking rad. And he's got, like, he starts the song off with, like, these lightning bursts, bursts, like, (laughs) lightning bursts throughout the stage. Um, and throughout the thing, he's just being, like, told what an awesome cat he is, and he's doing awesome magic all the way throughout the song, and then at the end, he just confidently, like, yep, here's Old Duke. Yep, yeah. Brought, Brought him back. Brought him back, he's fine. He's fine. But in this one, in the filmed version, uh, mr Misopheles not only sings his own song very shyly yeah um but he also takes like four i think i counted four or five tries for the amount of times they stop and he like <sighs> really hard right at the where he's supposed to bring back old deuteronomy from and mm. then just like they just keep believing in him, and every time it's just like, like Well, I never was there ever. I cat so... Oh, no, I messed it up. <laughs> nah. So,
1: but, and then it's, it's, each of those courses after he fails, like, they get started up by a different, like... Monkstrap starts one up. Yeah, and then Victoria starts one up. Yeah, and then like, cause each time he gets like more and more dejected about, oh my, I can't do my magic. Yeah, and it's it's so weird. And then like, eventually, yeah, by the the last one, for what, even though he's failed like five times, four he times, doesn't
0: look any more confident. He doesn't
1: look any more confident now. Every single cat's like. We believe in you, even though at the beginning they were all like, "We don't believe in you." Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, then the last one, it looks like he's failed again, and nobody's about to start singing. And then Dame Junie Jen, Deuteronomy from all Duke. <laughs> uh, just starts singing like, "Oh yeah!" So they brought her, they brought her back. Like she but, was
1: just over there. Yeah. I guess. Uh, they
0: he did it badly enough that she was off screen. Yeah. So he still didn't do it quite right, but he did it, I guess. Yeah. I just, I hate that change. I think it should have been Rum Tum Tugger still singing Mr. Mistopheles' song. I think Mr. Mistopheles should have, that should have been his opportunity to show off, like, hey, I've been kind of shy and timid this whole movie, and you've, like, we've had that more on display. Yeah. So let me show you what a good magician I am to make up for that kind of thing.
1: And then we could have gotten rid of the whole scene on the barge by, he could have still made him do it four or five times, but every time you do it, he just brings back, first he brings back Jenny Anydots. Dots. Yeah. Then he brings back Bustafer Jones. Oh, that's not then, who I meant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not who I meant. Exactly. And then you get the rest of the cats back, and then the last one is Old Deuteronomy, who, you know, starts up the last chorus to finish out the song. Yeah. And that would have been a much better way to do it, and have him more confident in his powers, and... It would have felt much truer to the musical, I think. Yeah. But I, instead, I immediately after that, it cuts to the barge, where getting out of their chains is Jenny Anydots, who once again unzips her fur to make herself smaller.
0: So she can get out so of her chains. So she can get out
1: of her chains. And then she gets Buster Jones out, and then they break out Skimbleshanks and... Um... Um... Gus the theater cat and then they all proceed to like sing at Grim Growl Tiger yeah, and push and, him down the plank
0: yeah until he falls off the boat and presumably dies and presumably
1: dies even though he's the toughest cat that's ever lived or whatever
0: yeah and uh Ian McKellen delivers the final blow the with his singing.
1: fiend of the
0: bell. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like that. <laughs> Man, he really gives it his yeah, all so much. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I might. My... Also,
1: old Duke comes back and she thanks Mister Mistopheles for saving her and shit. She does not once tell any of them that the rest of the cats are no. on the barge or that they need saved too. She doesn't give a fuck about them either. No, I no just realized that <laughs> no one cares about
0: those cats. <laughs> uh. McCavity's boat and everything on it is nonsense is my note about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I don't remember who Max is, but apparently oh no, oh uh, that's right. Max sucks like so HBO just oh. converted over to Max. Yeah. And yeah. uh I don't know
1: who Max is. But...
0: Cuz it's such a bad name for a platform, you see.
1: Uh, you just yeah. thought it was another cat. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a normal name for this music. I don't know.
0: I assumed it was short for Maximilia (laughs) Hominis. I
1: wonder what. Oh, no. Victoria gets a normal name because she's not technically a Jellical Cat.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, so she'll get a new name when uh, she finishes up. Um, Rebel Wilson could have been Jenny Anydots instead of Rebel Wilson in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was the biggest problem with that is it feels like they like it feels because she's a good actress. Oh, yeah. When she's performing, she does really well. She does a good job at whatever she's doing. Like, Mm -hmm. so it feels like they were telling her, hey, yeah, be Rebel Wilson. Yeah, it feels like, hey, yeah, you know, your comedy bits just do that. But as a cat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that would be funny in its own right, maybe for like a promo but Jenny Any should have been Jenny Any Dots mm-hmm. and not Rebel Wilson. I agree entirely with that sentiment. Very much so. All right, so um, my next two notes are in all caps, so I apologize. <sighs> uh, Jennifer Hudson's voice is too good to be here. No one in this film should have felt emotionally honest.
1: <laughs> so this is the bit where she does the reprise, right? Where Yeah. Victoria goes and gets her from the street and she leads her inside in front of the rest of the cats who are very upset that she's brought Grizabella in amongst them.
0: Now, like, sing.
1: How dare this newcomer bring in this cat that we all hate. <laughs> Fuck you, Grizabella. And yeah, and then Victoria just once again feels almost a little condescending, just brings Jennifer Hudson in front of old dude and pats her on the shoulder and says, now sing. Yeah. Just
0: like, (laughs) fucking, excuse me? (laughs) I mean, it works, but still, it's fucked up. It feels weird.
1: And then Jennifer Hudson proceeds to give the greatest performance of memory. Oh, my God. Of all time ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Literally, I was, man, that part just, like... I'm watching it, and it's so emotional, and she's giving it her all. She, you, I'm she was so swinging sucked for in. an Oscar. Oh, man. And and then it cuts to Dame Judi Dench's lion mane face. <laughs> her fur coat that may or
0: may not be part of her skin.
1: I'm like, immediately, I just want to start laughing again, but I don't really know how Like my brain can't connect these two things that are happening and the only.
0: They're so disparate.
1: The only solution in my brain is that I'm watching absolute lunacy. I, I have no idea. And then it goes back to Jennifer Hudson, who's been singing over this the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. It's gorgeous and it's beautiful. And there's just this awful CGI fur over everything that <laughs> doesn't quite move along with them the way it's supposed to.
0: Where Jennifer Hudson has like real tears coming out, like snot coming from her nose, like emotionally honest, oh, like God, so brutally honest and good. And it's just surrounded by this cavalcade of absolute treacherous nonsense and i don't know what to do with that
1: and then slowly throughout her the song the rest of the cats kind of oh maybe we've been mean to poor grizabella (laughs) like
0: oh she's got feelings yeah
1: oh i see who'd have thought and uh yeah man and then
0: I literally got goosebumps. Her performance is stunning. This movie does not deserve this. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I think that's a bit of an understatement. To be honest
0: with you, <laughs> I I showed you. I literally got goosebumps while she was singing. Yeah,
1: I I did a couple of times as well. Like it was so well done. It's so undeservedly well
0: done. It was an insane thing to see in in this travesty of a do you train wreck. Re- do
1: you think she thought she would get an Oscar for that?
0: I think she was really really pushing for it. This was, I mean, okay. So um, let me let me just look up Tom Hooper really quick because he's the director of this.
1: Yeah, he did Phantom of the Opera, I believe.
0: Um, he he's got a good like uh, uh track record. So yeah. Right I now, know
1: he's done a, a, another musical to film before. I don't remember. I think it might be Phantom of the Opera. I don't remember which one it is. Uh, I, I remember know. that it worked out fairly well, though.
0: The Danish girl, Les, Miserables is, Les the, Miserables, is the last musical he did. And that was a really big hit. They let Hugh Jackman sing. It was great. Um, But he's got... Yeah, he's got a storied career. Like... Been working since 1992, and it's...
1: I know he's, like, a prestige director. I know he likes to do prestige films quite a bit.
0: Yeah, he did one called Love in a Cold Climate, which looks really posh. Red Dust. (laughs) Elizabeth I. He did a movie about John Adams, apparently. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's, he's, The King's
0: Speech. I know that one was really well-revered.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, like, a prestige movie director... For the most part.
0: Yeah. Um, and then he came out and did Cats.
1: And, uh, man. So, and then a- after Jennifer Hudson gives this amazing performance, um obviously, old dudes, like, you're the Jellicle Choice. Yep, yep. You baby. get the thing.
0: Up, up, up to the heavy side layer. <laughs>
1: up, 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 up to the heavy side there.
0: Yeah, so we get that song in a hot air chandelier.
1: Uh, yeah, a hot air balloon made from a chandelier and some candles. Yep. And a balloon. Yep. That's not actually open, it's just a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No.
0: Don't really. Uh, um, don't think about it.
1: And they just kind of. You know, they <laughs> they shiver up through the roof of the building and up into the sky. Up up yeah.
0: up to the heavy side layer. Yeah, past the Russell, uh, Russell hotel. hotel. Yeah, and past the Russell Hotel. I don't understand what that means. I don't know what the Russell should I. I'm gonna Google the Russell Hotel. While I I'm assume it's about a it.
1: hotel in London, probably. Um. And then all the cats go out and sit on the fountain. Um, uh, once again, naked Mccavity shows up and tries to hang on to the rope at the bottom of the thing. And He's like, I'm, He's
0: still naked and it's bad. He's
1: still naked. And uh, he's like, I'm going to the heavyside lair one way or the other. But then he can't hold on to the rope and so he falls onto uh, a top... Of a different fountain, maybe? Or a statue or something like that? And
0: uh, Yeah, he's on the top of the head of a statue.
1: And uh, he can't magic anymore for some reason. Yeah, the,
0: and he he always says it's ineffable. Yeah. And it doesn't work, and I guess? It
1: doesn't work, and so he's just stuck on top of a statue. Um, But, yeah, still naked because reasons, I guess. Yeah. And the rest of the cats uh, sit on a fountain in a plaza, and then Dame Judy Dench proceeds to look direct, directly directly into the camera and address us, the people watching.
0: Yes. So, um, for, for this part I have, synchronized tails are still bad. It's still bad. Um, a cat is not a dog! But
1: once again, we get the whole spiel about the addressing of a cat, and <laughs> how you're supposed to do that, and the fact that a cat is not a dog a cat's
0: not a dog we
1: just we really needed to know the, that. your
0: memory I'll jog your cat is not a dog or a cat is not a dog
1: i um I love that this whole thing was about us all gathering together to kill Grizabella in the middle of the night and then remind the humans that a cat is not a dog
0: and that you should call a cat by its name that's yeah. that's spoilers. or oh
1: cat oh cat yeah. Those yeah. are the two things. Yeah. That you may address a cat by
0: So quickly, the Russell Hotel, now known as the Kimpton Fitzroy, is a late 19th-century hotel in London's Bloomsbury neighborhood. Its original came- name comes from the Russell family, which is the Duke of Bedford comes from. Okay. So it's a it was probably a newer hotel when this was uh written. It's probably why it was brought up by name. Mhm. Because this these poems were written like, early 1900s, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. by T.S. Eliot. Yeah. And they were just written as silly, dilly poems to go to sleep to or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, for his grandkids or nephews and nieces or know, some shit.
0: Yeah. So, that's that's why this is so bad. There's a giant cat in the sky, there's a giant cat in the sky.
1: There was a giant cat in the sky, which I think there was also at the beginning. Well, I think there was a cat in the clouds at the beginning, too.
0: I'm not sure if I saw that, and the giant cat in the sky was... Oh horrible what does that mean
1: uh
0: is the heavy side layer a place or is that just
1: any of this is supposed to mean anything i think if you're trying to glean meaning from it then you're going to be it's just not going to happen man i think i think you just have to take it as the absolute silliness it is you have to not look at this like it is a story to glean meaning out of you have to look at this like an episode of looney tunes that's the only objective way to to wrap your head around what you're I can't. watching.
0: I can't. It's not presented that way. <laughs> I um, think that's
1: the only way that you can potentially even try to wrap your head around it.
0: So, um, I overall enjoyed watching this.
1: Like um, at the you, end of the
0: day, like, okay. So um, I need to know. What? Did you enjoy it more than the musical? No. I think if I'd been able to watch the musical without, like, the YouTube breaking it up into every individual song, it would have been significantly better than watching this movie. Okay. Um, Well, we'll buy the Blu-ray and test that. Yeah. Well, I think Rum Tum Tugger is way better in the musical. I agree. I think I get his character and I understand where he's coming from when it's in the musical. And in this, I just don't fully... It doesn't feel like it has the same energy at all. Yeah. Um, I think
1: that's a complaint I have of the movie overall in general I think all of the the numbers themselves were very toned back yeah uh, the Jenny AnyDots dots number in the musical she's doing the the, the dance and the, the the voices are so much more projective and so much more energetic in the the Broadway production than they are in the movie everything feels very toned in pulled in emotionally yeah um the voice projection isn't there you don't have the like kind of like bravado and projection of any of the musical happening in the movie
0: right i think it feels like they were like yeah we want to make this uh you know historic camp production but you know we want to do it seriously Mm -hmm. and it they shouldn't have done that they should have just been like we're fucking cats yeah. it's like i
1: think my best uh, example of of that is in the mungo jerry rumple teaser uh, song because in the musical they're very wah, the mungo jerry and rumple teaser but in when you watch it in the movie and they're like we're mungo jerry and and it's just like, why why pull that in so much? Just blast that. These are two cats. They're feisty cats. They're getting into shit. That whole bit, they're tearing up the bed. They're stealing things. They're causing all sorts of mayhem and havoc. Why rein in that performance so much?
0: Okay, so I just want to point out that we've got opinions about our cats now. Yeah. <laughs> So uh
1: Oh God, what rabbit hole uh, have we dug for
0: ourselves? Uh, We've a,
1: gone too far down the rabbit trail
0: again, Keenan. There's a great community meme I keep thinking about because it's just uh, Dean Pelton going, uh I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> so my final note for this for watching this movie was uh, this was a wretched abomination of cinema, the stage, musicals, and several performers' careers. What a pile of actual garbage. Made me laugh, though.
1: I I laughed. I don't know if I laughed out of actual thinking it's funny or if I laughed out of pure horror, but I definitely laughed a lot.
0: I laughed so much. I laughed more than almost any comedy uh, I think Mitchell's in the machines was a close second as far as movies that actually made me laugh out loud. And this, this is like number one in the last five years. Probably.
1: I, I think there was a few times where you and I looked at each other and I, it wasn't said, but I think we both just knew that it, the thought was what the fuck are we watching? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: That definitely happened. Um, I did, I think I skipped over this note and I just wanted to get this out there. Um, I'm just glad to know that Sir Ian is doing well enough in his old age that this was a choice and won't forever tarnish his good name.
1: It's very true. <laughs> I will always love Sir Ian McKellen and this movie did not change that for me. No. I, uh, I think may he not put be an able to watch movies with Dame Judi Dench in them anymore though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um wow. Okay, so I guess to wrap things up, we need to go over our four categories, and uh, uh, yeah,
0: let's let's go over this quickly. We are we're running a little long on this one.
1: I figured we would. I didn't so, envision a world where we couldn't.
0: So uh, quickly, uh, cinematography. Um, the cinematography. Ah oh, man,
1: so are we including? We're we're including CGI works? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's part of the
0: cinematography.
1: You know, talking about like things like why is cats and. Uh, things like that. It's, yes. Uh, like they did interviews with um, some people that like even worked on it in the CGI department. Yeah. And said that they w- were doing shots that should have been done over the course of like an entire month in like a week. Right. So like being rushed to that extent, they I think they really did the best with what they could. That being okay. said, I think we're gonna give it a three.
0: The three. Three. Okay. It's getting a one from me. In a one? Uh, he's getting a one from me for cinematography.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, the music? The score?
0: Yeah, so... Um, overall, I'm gonna give this a, a, a probably a two and a half. Uh, okay. I The songs were still fun, and I didn't hate the new number, but, like, I felt like... Like, we were just talking about the energy could have been brought over from the musical. You? Yeah.
1: Uh, I gave it a two for basically the same reason. Cool. I just... I, once again, it was good. Jennifer Hudson is basically the reason this got a two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, incredible performance. She uh, she gets a five.
1: She, she knocked it out of the park. And uh, it's a shame the movie was so bad she couldn't get an Oscar for it, honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, all right, next category? Acting. Acting. Um... I'm going to do a two. Uh, overall, um, I think Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, put in the work and really put in some real acting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Jennifer Hudson, like we said, played her part gloriously. And Victoria was all right. Yeah. And uh, that and, end of list.
1: Uh, everyone else was... I, I, I just couldn't
0: care. No, um, they Rebel did Wilson didn't really act bad. At, at all. She just was Rebel Wilson and sang. Mm-hmm. Um, Monkstrap was an actual Broadway performer, and I don't know why, but he was way less interesting. Way I had a note in the first one about how captivating Monkstrap was, and in this one he just was not. Yeah, he was very
1: boring and bland in this one. Um, okay, Idris Elba freaked me out. Yeah, uh,
0: um, fun. Fun's fun. the last one. Fun ten. Ten? <laughs> I laughed so hard at this movie.
1: <laughs> oh, ten out of five on the fun factor. Man. I laughed
0: so hard. I will absolutely put this on when I am just, like, bored and have had a couple drinks. <laughs> yeah. This would be funny as fuck to put on. And especially just to surprise me. If I have people coming over, I might just have it playing when they get here. Oh, man. Because that's fucking funny. I, this movie is fun to the max i think it's gonna have a cult following at some point uh like i think it's i think it's really going to attain like that almost rocky horror picture show level of like you go to see it at midnight on saturday and you all meow together at the screen at the right time
1: yeah old dude
0: yeah um i would actually go
1: do a midnight screening of it i think if this it has to be a midnight movie kind of thing. Like yeah. The Room, like Rocky Horror. Like yeah. It's going to fall under that category. Yeah. I, I gave it a 5 out of 5 on the fun factor. <laughs> For as much as I I can't stand Cats the Musical, this movie has captivated me. It has fascinated me. It horrifies me. It disgusts me. And I'm going to be buying the Blu-ray a copy of it so that I can watch the director's commentary and
0: everything yeah.
1: that has to go with it. Like I...
0: Quick spoilers, we will definitely do another episode about Cats in the future. Sorry. Um, and uh, we really do have to get going. We've been talking for a little too long now. Yes, so, yes. So, uh, you know, uh, go watch Cats. Go watch Cats. Um, you know how to get a hold of us. We tell you all the time. Yep. So uh, let
1: us know what you thought about our talking of cats and how you feel about cats. Why not?
0: Well, I never was there ever. Oh, what? No, that was, was right. That it? That's right, right? You gave well, me a look like it wasn't. Uh, well, well, I never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Mr. <laughs>